Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 281, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become that influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today says you can make excuses or you can live in health, but you can't do both. And joining me on today's show is Deb Harrell. Deb is a naturopathic doctor and wellness warrior, and she is on a mission to eradicate suffering in our world based on our choices. Now, Deb helps people get their bodies back to the place where they can heal themselves using food as medicine. Deb is passionate about equipping people to live lives of purpose and having a healthy, vibrant body is key to fulfilling our God-given destinies. Now, on today's show specifically, Deb is going to share how she learned that our thoughts truly create our world. She had to learn to detoxify her mind in order to fulfill her God-given purpose. She's going to talk more about that. She's also going to share one of the hardest lessons of her career. It was learning that she can only help those who want help. Her passion is to help everyone. And initially, she got her feelings hurt by a lot of people who wouldn't take her advice. She's also going to share that she's come to realize that the good is the enemy of great, that good is the enemy of great, and saying no to good things will allow her to pursue the great things God has called her to uh, to do. So welcome to the show, Deb. Hey, sorry, I'm not sure what happened. I got popped off. You are fine. I just kept uh, on with the introduction because I knew that you would be back. And so uh, you're talking about some incredible things today, as I mentioned in the introduction. But let's go back to when you first started, uh, obviously a naturopathic doctor and a wellness warrior. How did that all start and, and come about? Um, I, I suppose we could say it started back when I was 18 years old and I'm 61 now. So a long time ago, I actually in college decided I was going to become plant-based. And at that time, you know, I, I really didn't do it for health reasons at all, but it eventually led to that a few years later, especially when I had my children, I decided I should be really healthy plant-based, not just junky plant-based. And, um, you know, just started developing this real passion to really help people with their health and and not only that but really to you know kind of end suffering in our world you know with the animals and the way they're treated and 
um, just how much sickness is involved with our food choices. And um, so that kind of evolved over the years, but it, it really did have its start when I was 18 years old. Yeah, wow. And it's certainly been something I'm sure that um, has grown with passion and purpose and intention. And what's really exciting is that there's more and more education out there that really are, are confirming the incredible benefits that people are experiencing when they really look at the kind of foods and choices that they eat. So internally and also externally, and that's something that you want to talk about today. Now, you said that um, you recognized and learned that our thoughts truly create our world, and you had to learn how to detoxify your mind in order to fulfill your God-given purpose. Take, take us back. Was it a general um, leading up to that, or did something happen that you um, had to then take a step back and really evaluate where you were? What was happening for you that you recognized how important that was? Can you remember? I do remember, actually. Um, probably was a, in my mid-30s at the time, and I actually got a hold of a book by Ogmandino called The Greatest Miracle in the World. I don't know if you've ever read him, but he's actually my favorite author. He's passed away since, but it's called The Greatest Miracle in the World. And I, I literally read that in one Saturday and wept. Um, at the end, he has a thing called the God Memorandum. Mm. And, you know, it's just about how we are God's, we are his greatest miracle. We are, you know, when he created us, that was his greatest miracle. And, you know, really about getting a hold of the fact that, wow, I'm God's greatest miracle. I mean, I realized at that point that, you know, because of some stuff in my childhood that was challenging, that I really didn't believe that. And so that was really news to me. And that really began my journey of really discovering, you know, how important our thoughts are and how mm. important our, our thoughts about ourselves are. And, um, you know, just the thoughts we think, how they, they really impact every area of our lives. Yeah. And then when I went through my naturopath program, uh, Dr. Joel Robbins, who is my instructor, he has a whole course on, he calls it emotions and health or attitudes and health and how even our thoughts affect our health. Mm. And, you know, we see that with a placebo effect when, pe you know, people take something, a drug or whatever that they think is actually it and it actually works. And that really, I think, is one of the best ways to look at how incredibly powerful our thoughts are. Yes. And um, so, yeah, that's how that's how my journey began. Really, that book was mm. was life changing for me. Yeah, I know myself um, through various studies, things that I have read, and just through what I have observed. You know, when people recognise the power um, that they have, and the, actually, it's exciting when you realise that we have so much more control than sometimes we even realise. And we know in the Bible it says, "Renew our mind every morning." There's a reason for that because it's such a powerful tool. So what were some of the differences, some of the things that you did, especially this is going to be helpful for people who are listening and watching today that may only just be recognizing and early on in their journey to recognizing that the thoughts that they are allowing themselves to chase down the rabbit hole, and let's face it, sometimes there is a thought and we've got a choice. Are we going to continue thinking that thought or are we going to change into something else? But what did you start to do that enabled you to start changing the kind of things that you were thinking about and pondering, what what was going on for you? What did you do? Well, you know, it's a process. Yes. And, you know, 
I don't I don't think we can just literally miraculously change our thoughts that we've been thinking for all these years. You know, it's a process of really reprogramming our thoughts with positive God thoughts versus toxic thoughts. And anytime we think less of ourselves than we should, and it's not about, you know, thinking higher than we should, but realizing that we are, I mean, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. We are created in the image of God. We have the mind of Christ, which allows us, I mean, how does Christ think? Mm -hmm. He thinks brilliantly. And so for me, it was really about, you know, I just started, you know, reading more books and, and attending seminars that helped me, you know, kind of reprogram my thoughts. Uh, I invest, I literally have invested thousands and thousands of dollars over the years mm-hmm. in kind of getting to this place where I, you know, I can most of the time control my thoughts. You know, I'm not just going to say that 100% of the time I think brilliantly, but I've done so much work, you know, with affirmations. And um, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Caroline Leaf, but she yes. has a whole thing on. Love her, love her work. Love her work. And she has a whole, she has an app that you can use, the 21 Day Brain Detox. And, and really those kinds of things are what allowed me to, to reprogram myself, yes. you know, from the bad programming I had as a child. I mean, for example, one of the, you know, I speak, you know, publicly now and one of the thoughts that I had and fears that I had that was gripping was speaking. Mm-hmm. And my prior career, I was actually an accountant for 15 years. And oh. as an accountant, I was afraid to speak up in a staff meeting of people that I work with every day. That's how wow. petrified I was of public speaking. Yeah. And so, and that was based on something that happened to me in 10th grade. You know, my sister was a, the student teacher in my 10th grade class. We had an oral report. And the teacher decided he was going to make an example out of me and I guess show that he didn't show favoritism because of my sister. He started just interrupting me and grilling me. And I literally ran out of that room crying, just Mm -hmm. devastated. And from that moment, I, you know, I had this massive fear and my boss at the time I was, I worked for Seagram's actually first out of college. And he sent me to the Dale Carnegie course in human relations and public speaking. And for 13 weeks, Anne Marie, I had to stand up there and give a little speech, which was literally almost paralyzing. Yeah. And at the end of the class, I got the most improved. I was still far from good, yeah. <laughs> but I got the most improved in it is because I was willing to take those steps despite mm. my fear. Yes. And I think that's one of the best things that we can learn in life is to act in spite of fear mm-hmm. because fear is never of God. And um, so we have to really just decide that you know it's not about even having courage i don't believe it's in my opinion courage is making a decision that something's greater than your fear yes and in my case my destiny literally was tied around public speaking mm-hmm. and you know so what happened was early in my life that got shut down so i had to make a conscious decision to to walk through it despite the fear yeah you know it's interesting uh, now as i mentioned in the introduction this is show 281 and wow. one of the things, oh, thank you. And we, we started in February. We were doing a daily one. Um, however, I've now um, pushed it back to, to weekly because um, there are just so many awesome people we want to, to speak to. We want to give, you know, allow people to really absorb e- each show. But one of the things that I have recognized, and this is something that you've spoken into, often the fear that we have most when we push through that becomes how the Lord wants to use us. 
so and and then we realize that it's through his strength now if you look back and the reason i've asked you to share your journey is so often we assume something is easy to do and when it's not we give up we we get disappointed we get discouraged but as christians we know we've got an enemy who does not want us to be speaking out does not want you speaking in front of groups of people because he knows the impact that has been destined and be knitted into you at, at, at you know when you're in your mother's womb he doesn't want that so he's going to destroy or try and get you discouraged and disappointed so if you look back through all of the years that you have done that i mean to, to ask you are you glad you now are where you're at was it worth it all those years of going to the courses and and getting the support and reading the uh the books and all the other resources was it worth it 100 and uh, 200% it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine being stuck, you know, where I was at that point. I would just, you know, I'm one of these people that I just, I love growing. I love yeah. growing personally, spiritually um, in every way. And I would be a miserable person if I had not really pushed through the fears yeah. and, and really, you know, got to this place in my life where I am. I feel like I really am walking the path that God wants me to walk. And there's just nothing more fulfilling and it's worth every single ounce of Mm. you know blood sweat and tears that you have to go through to get there yeah it's a, certainly an exciting journey and one that is never boring that that's for sure something else that you wanted to speak into and i think this segues beautifully is talking about hardships and you're saying that one of the hardest lessons in your career was learning that you can only help people that uh, want to to, uh, to to receive help so many of the people i've spoken to are very much in service-based businesses so they're providing expertise and support to their clients but one of the things that you've recognized is that you can only help people who want to to uh, to, to have help so what were some of the things you learned going through this hardship well you know um, I help people with their health and and I've um, you know I've helped people with cancer I've helped people with all kinds of challenges overcome it 100% holistically and you know I have fam family members who have or are dealing with those same similar things and you want so desperately to help them um you know because you love and care about them for no other reason and you think golly you know here i am a great resource i've helped i mean i've helped other people and you know there's been times where those family members just you know for whatever reason they just didn't want my advice and help and you know i don't think it was anything personally against me i think it's more you know, whatever's going on in their lives. Mm. And I've had to remind myself quite often that, look, if Jesus wasn't welcome in his hometown, why should I expect that I should be? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just frustrates me when I try to help people that don't want my help. It's just, it's, it causes nothing but heartache to me, stress, all those kind of things. And so I just have to go I just have to let it go. Mm. And but it's been really hard because there are people that I really love and care about. There are people that are close to me, you know. Yes. And um but I just have to say, you know, I I can only help those that want to be helped. Mm. And it's really taken a lot of pressure off me, you know, really. Yeah. It really has because yeah. I'm not trying to spend my energy trying to get them to believe me, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Were there any Bible verses that you really leaned into and, and continue to remind yourself of when you are faced in that situation? I mean, anyone can really use this. I'm sure that there are family members that they would love to support through their expertise too or, or even potential clients. But as you say, you can't help someone unless they step forward and say, you know what, 
I'm ready, you know, help me. So uh, were there any verses that you turned to? I can't tell you exactly, but it, but it's, it's definitely, you know, the story of Jesus and, you know, and trying to help and, and, you know, him saying, you know, a prophet is not welcome in his own town. And also to, you know, one of the things he said was when they went into a town and people didn't really receive them to basically shake the dust off their feet or however that's worded. Yes. yes. And so really those, those kinds of things. And just to go, you know, all I can do is pray for those people Mm -hmm. and trust God, you know, trust those people to God and, and ask him to really, you know, speak into their lives and, and help them, you Mm -hmm. know, and just, so I turned my frustration into prayer for them. Yeah, yeah. One of the greatest lessons that I've learned many, many years ago through mentors, and this has been repeated um, quite often, is that uh, whilst we can't control other people's actions, their words, their reactions, we can certainly control the way that we allow it to affect us. And I think prayer is one of the, it's it's the go-to, isn't it, for all things. When you're happy, when you're sad, when you're really stuck in, it's just kind of like, you need to take over because there is just no way that I can even uh, face this situation. And we are encouraged to do that. He is there to support us in that way. And what a great, um, you know, opportunity that you've you've just brought this uh, up in prayer and, of course, for the people that you loved and supported. And we can do that too. Something that else, something else that you've come to realise and you would love to speak into is that good is the enemy of great. And saying no to good things will allow you to pursue the great things God has called you to do. That can be really difficult because often as entrepreneurs and business owners, there are a lot of great or good opportunities and you're saying, you know what, you kind of measure those and say, is this really the best use of my time? So take us through this process. Yeah, there actually is is a, a book called, uh, I think it's, oh, it's called, oh, what is it called? Um, I don't know, I can't think of the name of it right now. But anyway, um, I really realized this, gosh, a number of years ago when I was actually going through, I had a goal Mm. um, in my business and I had already planned some, you know, some teaching that I was going to do, you know, I was going to start these classes and I had this other goal over here. And, and one of the things I recognized was I got to put, even those, those classes are a great thing. I want to do them. I think they're going to really benefit people it's not going to help me reach this goal that I really need and want right now in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I had to really literally put that on hold, which was really hard. And I've had to do that quite a lot in my life is, you know, just say, okay, this is a good thing that I'm doing. And I think, you know, all of us tend to tend to have trouble with these healthy boundaries, you know, and, and when I'm working with people health wise, you know, one of the things people have to learn is how to set healthy boundaries in their lives. Mm-hmm. And, and too often, especially women, I think, we want to say yes to everything. We want to be able to help everybody. We want to be able to, you know, when someone asks us to do something, we want to be able to say yes, you know. I don't know whether that's we think we should or we're just naturally nurturing and, and caring people. And so, you know, we want to say yes because we want to help people. But it's really, you're going to really going to do a lot better job at, at really following God's path for you mm-hmm. when you prayerfully say, okay, is this what I'm really supposed to do right now? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of times I've found that I have to say no right now to certain things yeah. so that I can say yes to what God's best is in my life at this particular point. Yeah. 
such a great reminder. There's a couple of resources. One uh, is, and I don't know if you've read the book The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst. She uh, often, oh, like yeah, she often um, has had situations where she says in that book that there may be a lot of opportunities, and they are all good opportunity each to its own. But as you reminded us, you know, what is the path that you are on? What are the goals that you have set? And then someone else that I've recently uh, started to watch some of the Facebook lives because I just love your style and energy. An amazing Christian businesswoman is Jennifer Allwood. She works with creators. And she says that what she'll often pray is, you know, open the doors and let no man close them. That is, is your direction, Lord, for me. And close the doors tight so that, you know, we can't open them or no man can open them either. Because often what happens is, and I, and I can see the enemy's... Um, triggers is you get so overwhelmed and stretched too thin that you do feel exhausted and as you say you can't develop something into greatness and and when you're so exhausted you know saying yes to so so many things so if let's yes. go full circle and start to talk about some of your expertise um, because I think it's so important you know as business owners we've I've often said on a number of my different podcasts that as business owners, we are the greatest asset in our business. So if we're not looking after ourselves, we've talked already about our thoughts, you know, dive into some of the things that you recognize that as business owners and even as individuals that we can start doing to better look after our bodies. Um, sleep, I think, is very important, all of that. So what are some things you want to share as we finish up the show so that we can make sure that we really are uh, our best asset, of course, and looking after ourselves. We have to make self-care a priority. We have to, you know, as they say in the airline, put your own oxygen mask on first. And, you know, I've been, again, women can be the worst at this. But the bottom line is, you know, if you don't, I tell people, if you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? You know, mm -hmm. and I actually heard um, Lorraine Day speak. She, she, she had cancer and she overcame it uh, nutritionally. And she, I don't know if you've heard of her, but you can't, what is she, um, you can't outsmart God and mm -hmm. cancer doesn't scare me. These are her kind of uh, videos that she did. But anyway, I stood and listened to her talk to somebody once and I'm a trained health minister with Holly Acres and, and I was up there at a health minister retreat and she was talking to someone, you know, standing around in the circle and this person had cancer and they, you know, they said, well, you know, I have to work, you know, because this was a woman, I believe. And, and she said, I have to work. Because oh, I think Deb's been kicked off. So let me put. Can, oh, can you hear me? I'm now back. You're back. Floor is yours. I don't know what's going on <laughs> with this. I don't know if it's the weather here or what. We've got storms going on. But anyway, I'm so sorry. Um, so anyway, she, she basically looked very sternly at that person and said, who's going to take care of your family when you're gone? Mm. And that's how serious taking and making self-care a priority is. So obviously good nutrition, lots and lots of plant foods is your best bet. You know, eliminating the junk. You know, I talk to people about whole food, mm. not just, you know, I mean, we can, we just, there's too much junk in the world. I don't know how it is in Australia. I think it's better there, but especially in the United States horrible you know the options to eat unhealthy are way too easy you know i tell people that living a healthy lifestyle in today's world is like swim, swimming upstream and so you know eat, having good nutrition eating lots of colorful plant foods is so important mm -hmm. you know staying hydrated and i do look at health from a holistic view that's where the you know the thoughts come in the spiritual health comes in but 
obviously staying hydrated. And when you eat a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, you're actually getting a lot of hydration right there. But you also want to drink, you know, water and you want to do more of that if you drink alcohol or caffeine. Mm. Um, moving your body, and I tell people the best exercise is the one you'll do. So I think what happens is we get too hung up on, oh, I have to do this or I have to do that. No, just get out and move your body every single day, at least 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, they're finding even with exercise that, you know, the real intense exercise they're finding isn't that all that healthy. Mm -hmm. but, it, but it's just a matter of, if you look at the blue zones, the, the parts of the world where they live to be in their hundreds disability free, the, the largest group of people living disability free in their hundreds, you know, those people just, movement is part of their everyday life. They don't necessarily intentionally exercise or go to the gym or any of those things, but they're moving every, in part of their daily life. Mm. And so you want to keep moving the body. And I've seen so many times, my mother included, that when you stop that movement, things decline like crazy. Yes. So you got to move your body. Um, and again, do whatever you can do, you know, walk the dog for 20 minutes, whatever it is, start mm -hmm. small if you have to, but move the body. Yeah. Um, yeah. really, uh, dealing with stress in your life that, that can kill you. I mean, stress can kill. And, you know, sometimes we just, you know, I feel like in today's world, you know, so many people are just on this like treadmill, you know, they just, they don't, I don't think they know how to get off. Mm -hmm. You know, even if we talk about our devices and, you know, how addicted we are to that, that is a stress in and of itself. So mm -hmm. put your phone down and just enjoy being with the people, being truly present with the people you're with. You know, I think that really is a component of health and taking care of yourself and not like as a business owner, you know, one thing that we can do is like be tied to the phone and every, every time somebody messages us, texts us, calls us, whatever we feel like we have to immediately answer. And I say, we don't have to, I don't think, I think, you know, God will honor our you know, taking that restful time. And I mean, a Sabbath rest is, is biblical. So that's the one thing that a lot of business owners neglect is really taking a day of rest. And that is so important. Yes. And really, you know, dealing with the stress in our lives, you know, having fun, you know, that's an important part of self-care too, is just spending some time doing some things that you like to do. Like, for example, I love to paint. And so painting for me is therapeutic. And one of the ways that I can take care of myself is I'll set a timer and like for 25 minutes, I'll say really, really focused. Mm -hmm. And then I'll take five minutes and just, I have my paint desk going right here with watercolors and I'll just scoot on over to my paint desk and, and paint for five minutes and then go back to work for 25. It just makes a big difference in your yeah. productivity. Mm -hmm. So yeah. all of those things, but really to make self-care a priority, yes. put your own oxygen mask on first. It's huge. And the healthier you are, the happier you're going to be, the more vibrant you're going to be, and the more you'll be able to attract the right people to your business. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I so agree with all of those things that you've mentioned, Deb. And if I think about yesterday, uh, one of the things that I do, and I, I have to monitor self, and this is where self-awareness is so important, what are the environments that allow you to refresh and recuperate? For me, if I, I'm an introvert, and I know that if I spend too much time, and I call it peopling, I'm exhausted, and I can't even string two words together. It's like, I'll just not, you know. And you can literally <laughs> see me fading away, and then my, you know, my glands start to, to get sore and into the throat, and those are all physical symptoms of your body saying you need to, to rest so being out in nature is really important too but yesterday and this is something I noticed and I'm sharing this in case some people think oh maybe I need to look at the way that I'm structuring my work I love to batch so yesterday I had one call 
And then the rest of the day it was creativity stuff and it was just that. I spent time in prayer in the morning and, and mapping out what I would wanted to do. And I got to the end of the day and I actually did things that I had on my list as if I can get this done as well, it is like, you know, I'm on, on, I'm on track. And I did all of that yeah. and extra. And then I reflected, I think, you know what? It was because I wasn't doing this and then buzzing to there and doing this and changing the way my brain operates. And that can sometimes exhaust, can't it? So we need to be very mindful about where we're spending our energy or investing our energy and are we doing that in the best way. And when you do take time out and not feel guilty about it either because that can be very exhausting too if you're trying to rest and go, okay, five minutes and, and not really resting is so very important but being intentional about all those things and just starting with one thing go for a walk for five ten minutes and do that daily yes. and then increase that sometimes what we do and i'm sure you have this too deb with your clients is we try and change so much that it becomes exhausting and we're overwhelmed and then we end up doing nothing so one yeah. thing um, at a time it's all about baby steps absolutely so deb how can people and find out more about the awesome work that you're doing what's the best way for them to connect with you um, they can connect with me. My website is healthpeak.com, H-E-A-L-T-H-P-E-A-K.com. And um, I, I'm, you know, it's, it's still in process, but it's up and running. I've got recipes on there. I've got some blogs on there. I'm going to be doing a lot more blogging. And um, I'm on Instagram as a vegan natu naturopath. Yes. And um, Facebook, I am all, I'm Deb Harrell, vegan naturopath. Yeah, so wonderful. We'll put all of those links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE 281. And of course, this is streaming live on Facebook. So Deb, once we do finish up, please, by all means, feel free in the comment section to just put all of those links if you want to for people who are going to find and watch uh, on the Facebook live. One of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests is just finishing with a word of prayer. May I do that? For you today, Deb. Absolutely. I would love All that. Right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Deb today. She reminded us on how important it us is, is for each and every one of us, especially as business owners, to take time out to look after ourselves. We are our best at you know, asset in our business and you have not designed us to be on full time, connected to our devices, the environments, the food that we often eating, as Deb's reminded us, are not the best for us. So Father, we just ask that uh, we will take stock and that you'll support us in making the right decisions and, and certainly reaching out to people such as Deb to support us. Father, we just want to uphold Deb in the work that she's doing uh, in the kingdom, in prayer. We continue to bless her work. We continue to bless the clients. And we ask, Father, that um, the people who may be a little bit sceptical but certainly need your help, that you will uh, soften their hearts, that they will come to realize that this is the best choice for them to be able to experience healing, which we know you have designed our body to do. Father, we just want to ask this in uh, the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so very much, Deb. Such a great reminder Thank all you. the time. Make better choices. Self-care is so vital for all of us, no matter whether we're in business or, or in life. And, uh, you know, the best, yes, what opportunity is the best for us? And be mindful about where we allow our thoughts to uh, to wander, let it be something that's God-honoring and honoring to us at, as well, so important. So thanks once again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. It's nice meeting you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. 
Brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklists to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.